think that Body Break was started because of fitness? Well, it wasn't. It was started to combat racism. That was the number one reason that we started Body Break, Joanne and I. It happened back in you know, April of 1988. And I was wanted to be a sports reporter and I went to TSN and they were very open to see me. I went in and submitted my tape. They loved it. And I got uh, hired by Jack Hutchison at 11 o'clock in the morning. And he was very enthusiastic about me joining TSN. At two o'clock that afternoon, I got a phone call and he said, uh, sorry, but the higher up said, because I'm black and, and uh, they already had Mark Jones, who's now with ESPN has been there for many years. Because they already have a black reporter, they don't want to have two black reporters. Jack was almost in tears and he was very, very apologetic. And I was obviously very disappointed. Hal Johnson, co-founder of Body Break, there speaking out in a, a now viral video where he talks about the origins of Body Break and the racism that he faced before launching the program with his wife, Joanne McLeod. Of course, Canadian TV icon, we all know Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod. Hal joins me now. First of all, thank you so much for making the time. I'm so excited to talk to you. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So this video that, that you've released online has been making the rounds. Uh, a lot of people have seen it. A lot of people have seen the statement um, in regards to what we just heard you speaking out from TSN. It's so it's so interesting to, to have you speaking out about the racism that you faced in your career, Hal, because I think when when any of us think of body break you know we kind of the image that gets conjured up is sort of this image of like positivity and just self-care and wellness and the idea that there were any sort of you know racial hurdles that you faced before going into it i think is is so surprising that said i think that you speaking out and speaking to that can make such an impact so let's just kind of get into you know why you why you wanted to speak out now and 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 kind of what you covered in the video well, interesting what you said is, you know, the racial hurdles, uh, you know, in Body Break. But I started Body Break, uh, Joanna and I did, when I I was 32 and she was 30. I had been facing those racial hurdles for all my life. Mm-hmm. So it, it just didn't start there. It wasn't like I was so shocked about what had occurred. Um, there have been many, many instances instances. Uh, that occurred prior to that, um, big and small, and the, the little things. So that's often uh, people have asked me, or, and on our YouTube channel, all the comments. You know, gee, you know, you weren't angry, you weren't mad, you know, and and it was like, well, this was just another kick in the teeth, and so you have to kind of okay, get yourself up and go again, and and that's really. Um, really, you know, in terms of what happened, um, it was just something else to pile on. Uh, and sometimes it can bring, you know, can get you down. Um, but you have to just, you know, get up. And that was what I was taught as a kid, you know, just, just get up and get going. Um, and that was, it was, it was difficult, um, but um, you, you have to do what you have to do. Where does that, that positive attitude come from? Because as someone who, you know, in the midst of everything that's going on, you know, I'm kind of examining my own white privilege and a lot of people are right now. What is that like to, 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 to not have it be surprising to have to uh, approach these hurdles? 
Well, it's uh, it, it, it's my life. You know what I mean? It's like that's what it's like. It's like asking a woman how difficult is it to be, you know, um, uh, a woman, um, you know, um, you know, in a in a world that that you know it's it's far better today than it was before, obviously. But but a woman still has certain struggles that she has to go through that a, that a man doesn't. You just have to deal with it, and you, you it's just part of your life. Um, you know, I, I I really got the the attitude um, from uh, from my dad primarily uh, uh, so positive uh, all the time, and he went through so much more than me, and that's why I I, I know TSN offered the the apology. It was it really wasn't necessary. I, I'm not a victim. Um, I I did, never looked at it that way. Uh, TSN has always been, you know, when, when Body Break got on the air, they were one of our uh, biggest supporters. Um, and, uh, and you know, I was on The Amazing Race, and I was on Off, off the Record over 100 times. Uh, I have no animosity towards uh, towards TSN um, at all, and they've had several iterations of or owners since, uh, since 1998. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get to their apology and the statement that they issued in just a moment, but let's just speak to some of the things that you mentioned in the video that's now making the rounds. So, first of all, you talk about a moment when you're filming a commercial, there's there's kind of this weird incident that you that you question, and it ultimately led to you doing up a storyboard for Body Break. So, can you speak to that moment, just explain sure. what happened? Yeah, well, basically, um, uh, about six weeks or so uh, after the incident with TSN that originally happened, then I went to uh, I was doing some commercials. I was just doing commercials for fun. It was kind of a, a fun thing to do. And so I, um, I was. Uh, we were at the racetrack. We were, uh, there was three of us who were the principals in the commercial. Myself, uh, a, a young woman, and, and uh, another guy. Though the, those, they were both white. Um, and what um, we were rehearsing and filming uh, for a bit. And uh, it was myself, the white woman, and and the uh, white gentleman. And then the assistant director went to the director, whispered something, and the director came over and switched the the woman and man position. And so the, the the man was next to me, and the woman was on the other side of him. So then I I asked at lunch the assistant the director, I said, well, why did you do that after we've been filming for a bit? And he said, oh, and kind of jokingly laughed. He said, well, you know, the client really thought, it, don't want to get confused that the girl might be next to you. She could have been, she could have been with you. And so I thought about that, and then there was a. Uh, I, I sat down at lunch. I grabbed a piece of paper, and I had. I thought, what can I do to make a change? What can I do to help kids, growing up, to realize, to see themselves, a reflection of themselves, that they're all right? Because when you see yourself on television, a reflection of you, you think you belong, and and I didn't think I belonged, uh, growing up. Um, when I I was ten years old, and I watched. Uh, the Masters one time. I remember this distinctly. And I was, uh, all the caddies are black and all the golfers are white. I didn't think I was allowed to play on a golf course, although I loved to hit balls back and forth. Uh, until I was 12, did I not, uh, and we had a father-son golf tournament for our hockey team. I asked my dad, are going to the golf course? Are we allowed to go in the course, Dad? Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, and so... I thought, how can I make a difference in Canada? Um, I love this country. It's a great country. I'm so glad I, I grew up here. Um, but how can I, how can I, for those kids at home, see themselves or for those persons with disabilities? And so 
you know, I, I encourage people to go to our YouTube channel and look at some of the body breaks that we've loaded up. We're starting to, I've just started really the YouTube channel in the, the last few months. It's kind of ironic. Um, and I, what we thought is we're going to load up all of the 300 body break episodes. And uh, we have, you know, quite a few up there now. But you can, the proof is in the pudding. Take a look at our body break episodes. Take a look at how many people with disabilities are in those shows. How many people of, of different nationalities are in those shows. That, was, that wasn't by accident. That was the purpose of the show. So literally the proof is in the pudding. You look at those episodes and you'll see, you'll see a, 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 an Asian person. You'll see, we, we did, for example, we did a Tai Chi episode, um, uh, about 25 people doing a Tai Chi episode. And, and, and uh, the, um, I encourage you to watch that one. And we, what we did is we, um, Tai Chi, you associate predominantly with uh, the Asian culture. But we actually had a Jamaican woman as the principal and talking about what Tai Chi does for her. What we tried to do is flip stereotypes on its head. And, uh, but but you, there, there was no need to talk about it. Just show it. See, and and, that's and what people I, will get the message. That's what I love so much about what you guys were able to create because I remember those. I remember those episodes. I remember that there were people with, with disabilities that were on. And it was never anything that was... It was never the focus of of the episode. It was never the focus of the program. It was just sort of normal. We're just presenting you this like this this way to get fit, and it was just and this is the people that are participating in it. It was just completely normal. Never presented as something like you you needed to even acknowledge. Yeah, it, it's but the people with a disability. For example, like we did a restaurant scene, and we um, we hired a, a, a young lady who does sign, sign language, and. And she, she was just over my over one of our shoulders doing sign language in the restaurant scene that we were doing. She wasn't a focal point of it, but she was part of the landscape. And so, uh, a hearing uh, hearing impaired person is going to see that specifically. They're going to see that a smile is going to come to their face, mm-hmm. and they're going to say, "I belong." And that was to see themselves as part of. Uh, as part of Canada that is reflected on television. And, and that was really the thought that, that, it, that it was strategic in that sense. And what we felt is giving Canadians a little bit of um, uh, inclusive medicine and you didn't even know you were taking it. Well, what a way to, to turn, you know, an uncomfortable moment or, or several uncomfortable moments into something that, I mean, really, you have to look at it like it was a blessing in disguise in a way. I mean, what an incredible career you two have had. Uh, well, it's, it, it, my dad always says, you know, you, you, you make uh, lemonade out of lemons. So, so look at something and uh, it, it may be a brick wall, but you can always get around it. And how do you do that? And and so that's the incidents that, that happen at TSN. Um, the the different incidents that have happened throughout the life. You say how how do you um, uh, how can you get around that particular and how can you make it uh, benefit you? And so that's how that's how we did it. When we got rejected after I took it to 42 different companies, we've made the pilot a body break. Uh, I took it to 42 different companies and all turned down and, and TV stations. And then I hit TSN. TSN said to me, um, we'd love the show, but because you're black and Joanne's white, we can't put it on the air. 
And I, I said, hmm, no, okay. And I, I said, well, uh, and, and he said, well, if you change yourself as a, uh, if you change and put a white actor in your position, then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have air the show. And so I went home that afternoon and I thought about, uh, you know, uh, what I do is when, when I'm, I'm trying to figure something out and who do I call? I'll, I'll actually look at the phone and go, who do I call? What do I do? Who, who do I call? What can I do? Who can I call? What can I do? And I literally chant that. And then I, all of a sudden something popped in my head. I said, Joanne, who, who does, uh, a fitness for the government, and she said participation. I called participation. Had had a contract to, or had a, a, a meeting two days later, and then had a contract within six weeks to do a, uh, a series of uh, demo episodes, and then we eventually did uh, 65 for participation, and then went off and to do a, another 250 um, on our own. So, wow. uh, but I didn't. I never got mad, and that person that at that TSN, my feeling is he wasn't racist. Um, he was afraid. He was afraid to make a decision. He was afraid to go out of what's normal. He was protecting his job. Um, he wasn't, he, he, that's what, it was more fear. There, certainly there are people who are racist, but a lot of it is out of fear. And um, and what what we felt with Body Break is that the way our approach was, the way you change the the, the people, the way they feel, racism, uh, is that you touch the heart and mind, because that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. And you don't touch the heart and mind with a club. So instead of clubbing people over the head, we wanted to 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 do it in a very uh, subtle way. And, and I think kids got it. And in our YouTube channel, the six, 700 comments that are already there, so many people have gotten it, and it's uh, it's very rewarding at the end of the day. Wow, what a what a great perspective! You have such a good attitude. I love that. Thank you so much for for making the time. I'm running out of it now, but uh, Hal yep. Johnson, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. My pleasure. Thank you. Take care. Yeah. Take care. You too. It's Hal Johnson, of course, co-founder of Body Break. Really quickly, I'll read you the statement that TSN did issue uh, after, in response to Hal's video that's now gone viral. They say, we apologize to Hal Johnson for the racism he experienced at TSN beginning in 1988, a shameful part of our past, and thank him for sharing his story as a reminder of the impact of racism in Canadian media that continues today. They go on to say, we recognize that even 30 years later, there's still much work to do to improve our commitment to on-air and editorial diversity. It's a first step. TSN is part of Bell Media's recently announced content diversity task force which as part of its mandate is committed to amplifying voices from BIPOC on-air talent so great perspective from Hal Johnson uh, really encourage you to watch that video you can check it out uh, on their website bodybreak.com if you want to watch it hi it's Shauna and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables hey it's Ryan and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth Johnny here I might be a bad parent because in my house the tooth fairy gives pocket change but we're not alone Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink all right guys I'm sure we're not alone like Andy's kid For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.